Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The year is, it's been a year. Oh. It's happy been, birthday. Happy birthday. It's Britney, bitch. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, dear L.A. Oh, my Happy birthday to you. Can you believe that one year ago, Good Morning America, we launched this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can believe it. Happy birthday. I um, know. And uh, thanks to everybody who has joined us over the, the past year. This has been such a wild ride. And what an interesting year it has been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure has. Lots of down and up and downs. Mm-hmm. Our last episode was deep in my heart. Mm, sure was. Uh, but you know, it is the reality that we find ourselves in. Sure do. I wish that we were doing a domination review. Yeah, I wish we were there in Vegas in the pit. At this point, we would have been there about five times. Yeah, we would have seen Once Upon a One More Time last night. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, that's an alternate reality. That's... I'd like to go to there. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, I know, it's been a year. uh, Mm. And what has been your favorite episode? I'm kind of curious... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) What? That wasn't me. Was it? It was you. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was your computer. My computer. What the fuck? Wow. We try and run a a professional recording. (laughs) I don't know. I just got this thing. I didn't know. Why did every time I turn it on, it just turns text messages on? I'm like, how do you know my text messages? Who logged? I don't get it anyway. Kyle just got a laptop. Right? Like I can (laughs) produce and edit an entire (laughs) podcast series, but I don't know how to work my new laptop. But you're a Facebook mom yelling at your keyboard because you can't figure out why you're getting texts on your laptop. Yeah, That's weird. Okay. Anyway. Great. Phonography. Um, Don't text Kyle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about? Um, Oh, Favorite uh, memories. Yes. One year moments. Moments. Um, favorite episode. Um, my favorite episode was probably um, 2003, um, oh. our coming out episode, <laughs> <laughs> or 2013 because of just how um, far left we took it with our con- with our conspiracy theories. Because we hate conspiracy theories, so we went deep with conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> I was going to say 2013, too. Definitely. Just because I feel like the way we were able to talk about Britney Jean is just therapeutic yeah but it's also iconic now yeah no yeah like i listen to britney jean and it's just so enjoyable to me now because you know that's the great thing about time is it makes things a lot funnier when it's distant because Mm -hmm. when we're living in it it's not so funny i remember i felt like i was going through a divorce as it was happening and now it's hilarious yeah so um yeah check that episode out if you haven't yet if you're also a shout out to 2005 and 2006 (laughs) hey (laughs) Hey girls. If, you're, if you're listening. <laughs> um, no, I was like licking. I, oh, you were licking oh, the no. screen. I was listening back and I was like, what 
the Under, hell did we talk about in these years? Underrated, I would say. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is actually really funny. Yeah. The um the good parts of those were that you don't expect anything to happen and yet a lot of things did happen. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, oh, you think you know, but what happened in 2005? I'll I'll revisit actually. Yeah. <laughs> Go listen to your own work. Remixed, remastered, revisiting our own work. Great. Yeah. I mean, we accomplished our mission. We did. And then yeah. we had to well, adjust our goals because there uh, it was fan demanded that we extend the tour. So we um we kept it going. Yeah, well, speaking of fan demanded, well, actually no, this wasn't fan demanded. That's Sparks by Hilary Duff. I was going to say this is um, fan interactive. In this episode, we're all going to have fun. Yeah. I promise. It's going to be lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Which, if you don't know what that's from, it's from Dance Moms. Insert Abby Lee Miller. I, do I have the audio? I don't know. You'll I'll find have it. to go digging for it. But basically, they do the pyramid, and Jill runs in and she's like, What about Kendall? What about my daughter? And they're all crying and they kick the moms out. And Abby's like, she's not going to cry. The kid's not going to run off the stage. She's going to go. She's going to do the solo. It's going to be good. We're all going to have fun. So that's what we're going to do today. kind of our spirit guide throughout the whole podcast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to answer the questions that you asked us nearly a year ago that we asked you to ask. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We we prompted the audience to send in questions in our Q&A post on Instagram and Twitter. And you did so. And we ignored it for... mm, Yeah. We fully prepped the document. It was ready to go. We were ready to record. And things happened. So, you know, we just stored that document away with all the props from the circus tour, which are (laughs) stored somewhere. And we just revived it for this moment. So we're going to go through all of your questions because they were really good. Then, in addition to the cues and the answers, we have an announcement of an announcement. Of an announcement. Of an announcement. Is it three? Because right now we're announcing that we're going to be announcing. Yes. It's an announcement of an announcement of an announcement. Yeah. That. And that'll be coming real soon. (laughs) Yeah. We're basically Ellen and, well, you can be Ellen because you've been canceled. Right. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) And I'll be Brittany. Where I'm like, well, my announcement is that I have an announcement. What is your announcement? My announcement is actually that I have an announcement. All right. Yes. Okay. So there's announcement to make an announcement. And what is the announcement of the announcement? Yeah. And then like Kaylin Allen will like walk in with a giant hat and ask backup dancers for their favorite Britney moves for an hour and then cut to the zombie audience members in the crowd and then fade to black. We don't, you know, I said we're all going to have fun. (laughs) And we're not going to discuss that. <laughs> we're all going to have fun. I don't even know. Where, where are my questions? What the hell? I'm unprepared. I'm not used to this. It's been a while. Yeah. This is too free and loose. <laughs> right. Okay. Did we say everything that we were supposed to say in my little, um, my notebook that is gibberish? Um, it's been one year. Yeah. What is your favorite episode? Mm-hmm. Say that you're doing a Q&A and an announcement <laughs> and then segue into the announcement. Okay, great. Great. <clears throat> so the first Q comes from two people, All Right Coco and Das Ma- Dasmanovich. Dasmanovich. Dos Mano. Dasmanovich. Work. Yes. They want to know what our favorite tour outfits are. This is already too hard. I'm done. Oh, I know mine. So <laughs> I think go. I actually know mine. <laughs> so I have two. I think my ultimate favorite is 
opening leg of the circus tour, the ringleader costume with the tiger head headpiece before she scrapped it and like Mm -hmm. went with the gold Mm -hmm. and the boxer in the ring outfit, which was also iconic. But there was something about the ringleader costume with the tiger head being this big comeback tour. She's coming from it. Just the symbolism, the power the boots, the, the power that highs, that has, the, the, the international that has, implications that that has, the tiger head that that had, <laughs> the massive headpiece that that was. Yes, that's a pretty good one. Iconic. That's a good pick. Yeah. And then my second one for aesthetic purposes uh. is the purple, um, sparkly jumpsuit, uh. the very Elvis uh, yes. overprotected moment. Yes, I, that jumped out in my head as well. Yeah. I would also have to say I. Not only is it probably my favorite live performance, but the Baby One More Time waterfall with the clear cowboy hat and the jeans. I mean, especially once it's wet. It's just... And the Swarovski bra. That's... I'm Rich. Rarely does she wear something that we'd be like, oh, rich. Right. Something (laughs) that's not from Forever 21. Right. So I thought that was a very special moment for sure, couture-wise. And I also have to say the Breathe On Me segment of Onyx where she's basically in like lingerie. I just mm-hmm. feel like she looked perfect there. Also the opening, the bodysuit of that one was very strong. I lo- she looks so good. She in just a cat looks suit. really sleek. And with the chocolate brown hair that I requested from my barber, um, <laughs> when I got it dyed and it didn't go well. Um, <laughs> that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live in Miami. She looks great in a cat suit. She the does. other, the rustic overprotected cat suit. Oh yeah. Was fierce. Yes. The live from Las Vegas promo video, white one, mm-hmm. fears. Oh, God. She needs yeah. to bring those back. She does. Yeah. It's sad that I, like, didn't even consider anything from Vegas, because why would I? Um, Like a favorite outfit from Peace of Me? Yeah. I am obsessed with the black geometric opening outfit that she wore in the Pretty Girls performance with Iggy. Okay. She brought that to Vegas yes, for like yes, yes. two seconds. For like two shows and she's like, no thanks. But that's also a bodysuit. Like that's a full. Yes, you're right. She, everyone's like, oh my God, she looks like skinny legend. She needs to be naked. No, she looks best in a fully covered mm, bodysuit. You're right. She really does. Like yeah. a skin tight bodysuit. Stunning. Perfect. Oh, and then there was, so a, good. there was a second part to that question, right? Or there was um, a second no, just, person. Well, the two people asked the same question. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Both mm-hmm. of you. Smart minds think alike. Yeah. The next question is from Kev Zettel and wants to know what our favorite Britney unreleased demos are. So many. State of Grace, hands down, that's it. Point period, blank, done. I would say probably State of Grace overall. Um, But there was like a newer one that I really, not newer, but um, of the newer Britney releases, I would say um, Strangest Love is really good. Very Mm -hmm. mystical. Vocals. Um, mm Mm-hmm. I've always really liked Guilty. Guilty's fun. See, I... It ain't... Mm. Mm. I'm sorry to that song. Sorry to that song. (laughs) (laughs) We will probably, if we do end up one day doing that B-Sides and unreleased episode, we could deep dive into that. But I'm trying to think of... Spam our Instagram post with a CD emoji. Yeah. If you still want that episode. Uh, it'll happen what else you'll unreleased. see when we get to the announcement of the announcement it, you know yeah we'll get there yeah rebellion has just become we don't even know what the song fo- sounds like in full but it's like such an inside joke that i stan it it's very elusive it is it's it's the ultimate elusive chanteuse uh song it's just rebellion snippet mp3 
for those who were not on board for the 2006 episode, I think it was, that was a snippet that was featured on her website with a tiger. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I feel like not to keep harping on the teens, but like this was so monumental for us because we didn't have social media. And so like these updates were so much more of a, a spectacle in a way because it's like you can just toss, toss out a song on Spotify now and it's like nothing. But like a teaser on a website really, really meant something at that time. And right. Everyone it was, literally had you shaking. Yes. Songs aren't events like they are like they were then. Where right. Now everyone's just like, oh, here's a new promo right, single. Right. It's really hard to like build hype like that so rebellion just hearing that kick in you always get transported back to that time i can just hear it blasting out of Mm -hmm. my old laptop there's also um to love let go which oh i do love that one too which is a um pretty raw ballad and you can actually hear her turn her lyric sheet like Mm -hmm. two minutes into it Mm -hmm. like soprano knee jumps out yeah like i won over soprano right um is it soprano someone who sings low alto i don't know baritone i don't tuba (laughs) oh yeah that's a tuba she's a tuba singer (laughs) no that's christina and i'm that with love exactly so mickey the moo oh no that's wrong (laughs) mickey no oh mickey not the mouse (gasps) oh my god that's such a good great name great app (laughs) here i am like i'm like trying to read i'm like losing my vision (laughs) mickey no themos everything is still a blur they would like to know what song do you think was the biggest missed opportunity for a mainstream radio single on any album? My pick is just love me. Um, Change your mind is another one. They say, I think I have like a pick for each album though, but um, oh, why don't you let everyone know what, what that is? Why That's the point, Yolanda. Well, okay. Let's take it all the way back then. Baby one more time. I will be there is one of her best and also too, like born to make you happy should have been like a it was a single but it was not it didn't get the moment not in the u.s it was like a european single born to make you happy is perhaps my favorite um oops i actually think when your eyes say it Hmm. would would have been a nice little slinky moment for her britney oh britney cinderella hello you think? I, well, no, I don't think it would like do well, but I just want it to be a single. Let's well, say right. that. Well, there's a difference between what you want and what will do good on radio. <laughs> I'm kidding. Clearly. Um, Cinderella, for sure. I I actually think if it had a big budget Cinderella style video, it might have done something at the time. It's such a good song. But anyway. I feel like anticipating maybe. That was a single in France because I have the French only CD pressing. Yeah. So. And they just did the Dream Within a Dream yeah, tour yeah. is a music video. Yeah. I don't know if, if the if locals would like it. I think RuPaul refers to it as like like her like Janet Jackson song. She loves anticipating. It's very Janet. Very Janet. I agree with that. Um in the zone, obviously. Um, uh, hello. Breathe on me. Hello. Breathe Should on me. Have been a single in two thousand three, two thousand four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Kinda was 10. in two thousand sixteen. She was <laughs> promoting it in a bikini on her Instagram. Yeah, performing it. Performing it live on TV. So we that was justice for Breathe on Me. She should honestly just release it now. Yeah. It's very um ahead of its time because uh, it would yep. fit in very well with what the girls are doing now. That's very true. Uh breathe singing. Yeah. Because they're all just breathy singers. hmm That's true. Just keep breathing and breathing and breathing on me. (laughs) 
Okay, anyway, Blackout. Um, oh, Blackout, God. I mean... Well, since Radar got released as a single twice. <laughs> I think a third time for good measure. But then after that, um, I think... Perfect Lover. I was going to say Perfect Lover, but I almost feel like that's like more of a fan appreciation than an actual yeah, single. Yeah, true. Or actually, no, 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 I'm stupid. Toy Soldier. Toy Soldier would have done something, I feel yeah. like. Could have done a whole Toy Soldier video. I don't oh. know what that would look like. The concept of the video would basically be, you know, toy soldiers. And she would be like running around uh, New York. Oh. And there would be toy soldiers. <laughs> Sounds like a great concept. <laughs> Joseph Kahn, get on this. He's shaking at his <laughs> laptop right now. With his unedited perfume video that he won't leak oh god yeah w- would you agree with that one yeah and then i mean all blackout right femme fatale uh you skip circus fake fan <laughs> circus let's see circus actually phonography but that's like kind of also a fan favorite one i thought she could have done out from under yeah and that kind of was uh released i believe australia and then like nothing ever happened but i think most people would probably demand unusual you at the end of the oh, day. Yeah. Unusual you. That is like the breathe on me of circus. Yeah. Everyone wants unusual you as the single, I think. Femme fatale. I feel like seal it with a kiss. Definitely. Drop dead beautiful for sure. Because Sabi is a globally renowned superstar and that would have given Britney some cred. Let her live. It's <laughs> not what this podcast is about. It's about vegetables. You don't support women. I do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what else? Brittany Jean. So then Glory and... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, I will I really love Till It's Gone. I don't know if that would have done anything, but... <laughs> I don't know. No, the one you like. Why don't we ask the woman who sang it? <laughs> <laughs> the one you like. Um, um, now That I Found You. The Avicii ripoff. Yeah. Yeah, Now That I Found You. That's pretty decent. Honestly, they should be playing that at Ultrafest. They should. Nobody would know the difference. On the main stage. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Kygo, remix it. Right. Now That I Found You, 2019 remix. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and then Glory, I said, Just Love Me. Just Love Me, for sure. And I really thought that was going to be a single after her slumber party. I really thought that was, like, (sighs) going to happen. Justice for Glory. It is so disappointing. I can't think about it because we're having fun. We're having fun. Anyway. Anyway. The next question is from Evandro Lucas. Do you think Brittany will actually write a good mysterious book one day? I hope. That's all I can really say. Do I think she's anywhere near writing one right now? No. I think she will. I if hope. not a biography, she'll write some fiction. I could see her writing a fiction Loosely book. Loosely based. Uh, this is a, yes, a story well, about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> oh God. I mean, that's kind of the book is right there. She can write Lucky. That is a concept. That is really a concept. We didn't think of it, but like you just called it out. Right. If she doesn't want to directly be about her life, she can loosely write about it. Wow. Yeah. Or she can trust in someone to do the book for her, write it with somebody, do like interviews with all these people involved in her life. But I think if she's going to write one, it should be from her one day. One day. Sean94XX asks... Did either of you ever own the Britney dolls? And what are your thoughts on them? Crying emoji. Do you have any Britney collectibles besides the Legends binder? Um, I did own a Britney doll once. A Britney bear. It was like it oh, had, yeah, the it was like baby a bear. Beanie baby bear. Mm-hmm. But this is how fucked up I am. It had a dust mark on the leg. 
So I was like, it's contaminated and I want my money back. So I refunded, like I got the eBay rebate on that because I was like, this is worth nothing now. When was this last year? Last year. (laughs) (laughs) Just remember like inspecting it when I was, I must have been like in high school, but then I never replaced it. So I, I still need that. I still need one probably. Wow. Um, I did not have the dolls. My sister, I think, had. But for... Oh, I'm a, such a liar. I am a goddamn liar. You Well, we knew I that. I have a fucking Britney doll. What am I talking about? She's my Christmas tree chopper. How could I forget that? Oh, my God. That I'm is thinking because right. I didn't buy it. My mother, mm-hmm. one year for Christmas, got me the Britney doll. And then she bought the Barbie Christmas angel. Oh. Stripped the outfit. Basically ripped the wig off the stripped. Christmas angel. And put the Christmas angel costume on the Britney doll. Oh, my God. So that she could be a Christmas tree topper. <laughs> Basically, brightest morning star. Basically, should have been a single. Um. But I, yes, but I never bought them as a kid. This was she gave this to me as an adult, and then I bought on eBay the full collection of those keychains that play the singles. Hit clips. No, not hit clips. The other one. Oh, They're, it's called like MCD. It's like music. Oh, um, I know what, what the you're hell talking is it called? about. Yeah. I can pull up my eBay receipt if I really wanted to. Yeah, we're They're bigger than the receipts hit. on that. Oh, well, all right, one second. <laughs> These are the ones that play the full minute. Yeah. Which back in the day. Not, not everybody had that. Not everyone had that. <laughs> you had to listen to a radio. You did. And record it. The kids don't understand. They really don't. They don't know how easy they have it these days. They don't. They stream. They just TikTok and stream. Well, that's all you do too. That is all I do. I'm like looking through eBay. It's like Spice Girls, Spice Girl. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. You really me. have the receipts. I'm, I thought you were kidding. No. MCD. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, I was like, what the hell does MCD stand for? McDonald's? M- no, <laughs> it stands for mini CD. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, this is basically Jurassic Park this here. Really We're digging is. up all the fossils. We are. So it's... The- oh, do you have the, the CD-ROM of that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me get my A-track. So I bought I bought the entire MCD mini CD music on the go, Britney collection. Got it. It has I Will Be There is one of yep, them. Yep, yep iconic very and i made them into christmas ornaments so they have i could have a britney tree that's Get amazing it. i definitely have uh britney collectibles i have like a light wand from i think the first concert i have weird things i have like a lot of the perfumes and a lot of the samples of the perfumes that they hand out the yeah, concerts. Brad wears believe i do wear believe if you're just joining us which i believe to be the true gender neutral fragrance of her line um and then what else do I, I have a ton of stuff that makes it like embarrassing when I like have a hookup and there's like Britney's name coming from various parts of the room. Yeah. I mean, I say this is, I don't have a seven foot cardboard cutout in my closet. <laughs> it's literally right over there. I feel like my collection now on my desk is chic. Do you agree? Oh yes. Yes. Right. Like, like I feel like I adult, yeah. adultized it. That's not a word. Well, yeah, there's a structure to it. Yeah. It's, it's condensed. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. Oh, and then like posters and stuff. I definitely condensed posters because at one time, if you've seen any of my throwback photos on IG, my fucking room was all bionic, all bionic and one Britney poster. But (laughs) no, it was Britney laden. So yeah, we've got some stuff besides the CDs. Yeah. You know, and I also own every CD single. So you have that over me. I don't, I don't know. Including the French CD anticipating not everybody has that (laughs) tay blue asks what do you think is her most personal song for real um i actually think 
her most personal song has to be Every Time. I don't think Britney Jean is not personal because I do believe that she, like Brightest Morning Star was like her concept. I definitely believe that. Might not be our cup of tea, but as far as like heartbreak, songwriting, all tied together, I think Every Time, probably. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm, I'm like going through other songs though. That I might... feel like it's Alien, yeah. I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, mm-hmm. Every Time, and Lucky but they're all personal in that phase of her life. Right. And I should say, but lucky is kind of, I think the overarching one that is lucky was the most prophetic one. Yes. It really. And Mona Lisa and circus is kind of, yeah, I think one that gets overlooked a lot, but is actually like eerily on point is why should I be sad? Cause she, while she didn't write it, like Pharrell is the one behind that. It's like so on point with breaking up with K fed and like, being used and all of that stuff and details the details of it are like specific i sent you to vegas with a pocket full of paper all that stuff is like oh shit like lavish homes fancy cars yeah even okay um so i would uh i would say that one too even though i was just thinking of like her hand in it like every time but yeah lucky really does kind of nail the situation too uh what else do we have here oh um dasmanovich is back what is your favorite album cover and why a lot of them i don't love to be honest i like the album treatment of circus at least they gave it some effort because i I liked the concept right and we all know what that concept is we've drilled (laughs) will you tell the audience what the concept of circus is (laughs) (laughs) do you think they know yet i i don't think they know (laughs) The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus. I will say my just favorite armpit like thing. I'm just like, oh, my God, Photoshop it. Yeah. I think my favorite shot has to be the Britney one on the bed. Oh, leaning forward because that's like stunning. I think. Wait, from what? From the Britney cover. Oh, oh, I was like, wait, what? She's bed? like, she's on, like on the a femme fatale n- bed photo. N- no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, right. She's on a mattress, not a bed. It's like just a mattress. And I do love in the zone. I love In The Zone because that's just my favorite album and everything about it. I'll just like always cherish. But like it is admittedly very basic. It's just like a close up in a tank. Yeah. And the photo shoot's kind of all over the place. It is. But God, I love it. Showing off her like tats Mm -hmm. with like oversized hats and furs. And that one like moon photo with the silver. Yeah. Ooh, so good. Wow. Wow. That was a great album, wasn't it? (laughs) Just reflecting now. Um, oh, All Right Coco is back oh, good. again with two more questions. Uh, which song do you wish got a video? Um, I mean, I feel like all the ones I said before are a single. I mean, don't we wish every song got a video? I know. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I really want don't want that one to have a video. But, yeah. Um, Brittany needs her sweet tea. Yeah, right. She does. She needs a full visual anthology album. Um, as far as ones that really stick out in my head i said cinderella earlier but i just feel like that storyline was right there for a video breathe on me breathe on me which it's like kind of did in a bathing suit recently right but like <laughs> i actually oh two from circus shattered glass i would kind of like to see something like a mini thing and mannequin i really would like mm. to see a video for i've always like i f- think of her in like a I don't know, a factory and there's all these clones or something around her and she's escaping. And there's choreo for that song. Right. That never saw the light of day nope. ever. Oh, and Mona Lisa should have had a video. Ooh. 
Yeah, I mean, we could go through all 20 years. <laughs> we really <laughs> all could. The videos and concepts. <laughs> Just all the concepts. Yeah. And then All Right Coco also asks, as well as Tommy C. Ryan, mm-hmm. they both ask what our dream Britney collab is. Mine is Kygo, I Need It To Happen. That <laughs> is what I need to happen. Mine is Stuart Price, the producer of Madonna's Confessions on a Dance Floor and Ooh. Kylie's Aphrodite and all things that are great. I would like a wall-to-wall Stuart Price album, bangers on bangers, dance floor album. My collaboration dreams for Britney are always, well, like yours, Kygo, producer. I don't care about her working with another artist ever again. Oh, no. I want her working with... What are you saying about Pretty Girls? Um, Except for Pretty Girls 2 <laughs> with Igloo. But... I want her with like one producer, a whole album. I want it to be like Khalees Fleshtone. I want it to be like Confessions. Oh God, so good. Confessions, fucking amazing. That's what I want. Just I like, would love like a concept album. Yeah. I with mean, a sonic yeah. flow to it. And it could even like seamlessly flow into one another like Confessions does. Yes. I would love an interlude or two to like a little nod to Oops, like Ooh. except not cheesy, which that was fine for the time. But like, what if it was like a cool interlude? Like a Janet album. Like, I just want it to be a little more like... Or like a stripped intro. Definitely. Sure. Oh my God. She could definitely do it. Which is fucking iconic. And Brooke Hogan copied it on Redemption. Yes. And oh, made... Well, improved jealousy. upon it. And oh, <laughs> I would say right, improved sorry. upon and then, it. Yes. Made a better version of stripped intro. <laughs> jealousy. Jealousy. Envy. <laughs> oh, so good. Britney's can just be like vanilla candles. <laughs> Cheetos. 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 Sorry, this is an ASMR. We do need to do that episode. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Reading all the lyrics to every Britney Jean song in ASMR <laughs> coming soon next week. See you soon. Tick, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> next up, Marco Sav93 asks, What's your favorite Britney memory? Or- no, he didn't ask that actually. Yeah, <laughs> he did not ask that. He said, What's your favorite memory as a Britney fan? Specific concert, Britney party you went to, friends you made at a Britney show, etc. Hmm. So if I had to pick one ever, let's think about it for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on ice. Oh well, <laughs> and then break get it. ready to break it. <laughs> I'll just go with it's not my favorite memory, but it is the most important memory, I suppose. I will never forget going down the escalator at the Virgin a Megastore in Orlando and seeing the giant baby banner announcing the album and just being like, I need that in my life. And it kind of just kicking off the whole thing, I think. I'm grateful that I even remember having that moment where it, I became a stan. Wow. So, oh my God, there's one that I'm thinking of <laughs> and it's totally not my favorite memory of all time, but it's one All the that, ones that come to mind are not happy or fun. <laughs> just like, I'm like trying, I'm going through my Rolodex of obviously like basically, AKA this entire podcast. Yeah. But there's like one that stands out. So I think I'm going to say, I, should I just say what I'm thinking? Yes. I don't know if I told this story in 2007. It's been a while. So Reference. in 2007, I was in college. We went on a party bus and I took over the playlist on the party bus with Blackout with Wait. my friend. Oh. And we drove the party bus all through Manhattan. And I remember very vividly blasting Perfect Lover and this massive party Ugh. bus. And we were parked on the side of the road and all these tourists jumped on the bus. And what? they were like dancing and like screaming and then going out. 
And then uh, like a few hours later, I was projectile vomiting outside the party bus. That sounds right. But it was iconic because I just remember we literally went through <laughs> Times Square, like blasting Give Me More and yep. Peace of Me. And oh, it was just so cool. So I would say for me, my experience in college with blackout and being a rambunctious, yep. wild little You're right. twink. Th- that is the thing because that triggered in me when Gimme More dropped that night, there was a quad mm-hmm. party and I remember quick burning it to a CDR. For the kids <laughs> who don't know what that is, you could burn music to a CD. And um, I believe my friend ran the CD up to the DJ and it blasted through the quad. And of course, nobody knows what the fuck that is. But I was just like, this is the, this is it. Yep. This is. And now it's like every time you hear it's Britney bitch somewhere, it's just. Takes you right back. Fucking iconic. And we talked about that too. There's like a whole generation of people who blackout is associated with college and associated Uh with that time period. And it's just. Because we're old. Now we are old. Yes. Um, for those just listening who were born in 2005. Right, and their mom is like putting them in the, the crib and then sets up, what's that little thing? The... It's like, it hangs over the, the Bobby's crib and there's like little, like a moon oh, and the, a star. Yeah, that's... And then it spins and it plays music and they go to sleep. Yes, that's, um, that's, um, a Karis... Um, no, that's, no. uh... Oh, I'm not having a child, but <laughs> I... <laughs> Well, if I do, instead of a moon, sun, and an earth, it'll be just all black out and right. glory and in the zone copies. Right. And Dangling over their head. And if it falls, it falls. I don't yeah. care. But I... <laughs> no, there's a word for that. What the hell is it called? Oh, it just, it just, just in my mind. Oh my God. This is going to drive me insane. Mobile? <gasps> Mobile? Let me, let me Google. <laughs> let me Google Bobby. <laughs> Baby spinning thing over crib it is mobile god oh, thank god i haven't lost Knit it animal crib mobile for babies from pottery barn that sounds white um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so while we were shaking our tits and yep. screaming it's britney bitch some of you were being born yeah <laughs> some of you were bobies <laughs> and now we're jealous because well i was a twink back then so it was iconic you know right we all had our days we <laughs> God, I was a freaking little well, twink little from slut. Jersey. <laughs> I used to run back then. I used that was back used in the day. To run, yeah. I, well, I run away. You run away. Treadmill. I used to be so skinny. Well, I kind of am now. Right. Um, you've you've snapped. Your glory era is upon you. Uh, Ten more pounds, and I'll be back to my weight that I was in college. Are you shaking? I, I am. am. Absolutely shaking. Are you shaking from the skinniness because your body can't handle the cold temperatures anymore? No, I'm like, <laughs> bring it on. I'll freeze. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, this is not about us. Okay, right. Well, it is. It but... is. <laughs> oh, where was I? Oh, um, um, Scott. Favorite memory. So yes, being yeah. drunk in college. Being, yeah, yeah. Um. So next up, Scott E. Thirty one oh three says. The Slave Breakdown remains one of her only pieces of original choreography still performed. Do you have a favorite personal favorite? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you have a personal favorite performance of this breakdown with love? One of the 12 gays. <gasps> Brad. I know. That's nice. I know him. I would say, I actually think she did it justice during the Billboard Award performance. I was going to say that. 2016. Obviously, everything during the era was perfect. Like, when Slave came out. Like, I oh, can't really compare VMAs. them. Yeah, like, hello. But also, I do love the remix of it in the iHeartRadio 
2016. Yeah, actually. It got a little bit of a... Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I disliked the circus version. I disliked the femme fatale version. Oh, come on, though. Circus, though, with that gif where she just completely gave up when she gave up that's good iconic yes in the fire ring yes it did get i don't know it kind of just got a bit more life again in recent years then she decided to add migos to it oh my god walk it like a target i had fun with that you did i enjoyed it you know i like to look at the humor in life I, <laughs> me too yeah well, Rob Ryder says, if you were hosting a Britney night in with your friends, what would be on your must watch list of specials, videos, behind the scenes, etc.? Well, Kyle here has a power hour specifically oh, for parties. I do. And that is, that's all the music videos with a countdown to drink in between each one. Which yes. Is... The concept for a power hour <laughs> is an hour of power. Yeah. So in college, back in the day, the straights that I went to school with mm. had these power hours from the straights that they knew from like, I don't and know. Like, what were they watching? Like Jimmy Eat World or? No, l- let me tell you. Let me, we're going to have a little story time here. So back to college, they would have these power hours and every minute it changes the music video. So it's 60 because there's 60 yeah. minutes in it. Out. Yeah. Last I checked. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> so every minute is a new music video. And at the end, it's like drink and you take a shot of beer. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you are just hammered. So I got sick of these power hours because it was like straight hell mm-hmm. and like Nickelback videos. Oh, okay. And then they'd throw in a Kelly Clarkson song. Right. So that was for like the girls. It would be like, since you've been gone. And mm-hmm. I'd like, be, oh my God, I'm awake now. I feel alive. <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? I'm changing this. So I started making my own. Okay. And then I would always make Eric Pride's Call On Me. Definitely. The last song. It's yeah. why I have a scar on my one cheek. That's a whole... How, how much time do we have? How many minutes do we have? <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know the choreo in the video where they like go down, they put their hands on the ground, and they flip, and Absolutely. she shakes her ass. Um, I was drunk and tried doing it and hit my face on the carpet and slid and got rug burn on my cheek. Anyway, long story short, to make a long fucking story short... <laughs> There is a full episode that you have in you of times that you... Chronological, it starts with Baby One More Time, (laughs) and it ends with Trisha Paytas Freaky, because I just like to throw that in. Right. The problematic Miss Paytas. Because then I like to see how drunk people get, and if they realize that it's not Britney at the end. Oh, that is so true. Yeah, so it does Slumber Party, and then it does Freaky. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. So... That would be my favorite thing. Yeah. I would say the music videos are the way to go. Um, specials are, for Britney, are always, there's an underlying sadness. I would not watch stages or for the record while you're pre-gaming. Watch In the Zone and Out All Night. In the Zone and Out All Night, it's on, on the YouTube. other hand, that is a perfect pre-gaming oh, special. So it's like a short MTV special, and we talked about that in 2003. We were just a few years short of like being here for that. <sighs> Don't remind me. But that's what I would say. Music videos are the way to go, and In the Zone and Out All Night. Oh, so these next bunch of questions is kind of fitting for what we were just talking about because Adon Scoo and It's Jamie Sparks or It's Jamie Sparks on iTunes iTunes. all want to know why we say Bobby. They say, am I a fake fan for not knowing the reference of Bobby? Anytime you guys say Bobby, like what's the reference from? LOL, I stand Bobby. And you guys, I'm sorry if I'm a fake fan. See you soon. Um, okay, so Bobby comes from the Necky Managed Show. The Necky Managed Show on YouTube. 
um, that is, was, is. Yeah, a, and I think he's coming back. Yes, a series of animated characters based on pop queens. And everything that they say is just slightly wrong English. Yeah, it's all like misspelled by a letter. It's Brinty Sprees, Rena, Rena, Lady Gags, Lady Gags, Katie Perm, and uh, so Madonna, Madonna, yes, for sure. And so one of the things they say is Bobby yeah. instead of Baby. Album, <laughs> buy my new sing on iTunes. Yep, um, really got to see it to to get it. But so I've shown some people and they don't get it. They're like, what? It's this? you know, it's an acquired higher it's level of taste that will be appreciated in years to come. It is very appreciated in years to come because they use all those robot voices to do the characters, right? And the one at NJ Transit, right? When I have to go to Jersey because that's where I grew up, mm-hmm. is Brinty Sprias. So like, literally, you'll be at Penn Station and I'm like, now boarding, and it's the Brittany Sprias the Britney voice. voice. Now boarding on track 11. I've never been a passenger though. By the way, buy my new Ablam Glory on iTunes. Give T. Kyle and Moo Moo's five stars on iTunes. And hit me Bobby one more time. K. Kills me every time. So I'm that's sure no one else knows. No. Nope. Standing there. Maybe someone one day will. Understand. Yeah, someday. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely Heart, S-C-V-L-T, wants to know how many hours I have spent editing this podcast. Whew. I'm sorry to that man. Sorry to that man. All I will say is this. The raw footage of our 2011 episode was seven and a half hours long. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Do the math. Do the math. If you can't do the math, about it. get out of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Four months of my life ate whatever it was, and it was worth every second. That's right. So... Kyle's Venmo is T. <laughs> I don't actually, what is my Venmo? I don't actually know. Do you have like ats on Venmo? Yeah. Is mine like at T. Kyle? Let's see. Probably. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> at, at T. Kyle. Yeah, so Venmo him thousands of dollars for his work. Uh, No, $3 is good. That would get me a nice coffee. <laughs> I'm humble. Okay. Um... <laughs> Somebody just sent me Miss Juicy. What? I was thinking about Miss Juicy today. I often am. Because I was listening to Loud by Rihanna. Uh-huh. And I oh my God. think of that <laughs> fucking tweet. So someone posted a screenshot of Miss Juicy when she had the red hair and just tweeted, I miss Loud era Rihanna. <laughs> and I can never, <laughs> ever unsee it. Never. But it's a amazing album. It really is. Oh, more questions for me. <laughs> I'll see <laughs> myself out. <laughs> Suze Carlson would like to know if I think Britney would ever come on Watch What Happens Live. So I will say that it came close once. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will happen because she's has no interest in ever doing pre- like I mean, yeah. She we know she doesn't like doing press, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But I do think that Jamie Lynn would be a possibility because she does watch Bravo and she does comment on Andy's posts. And she commented on that video where she was like, oh my God, ow, he's loud. That's right. So I do think that Miss Jamie Lynn watches Bravo, but that's the extent of what I know. Work your way through. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Wait and see on that. Obviously, she wouldn't without something to promote. So it's kind of like... She was almost on during Glory. Right. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I think you are. But I just said it. I think you are. And when I tell you, I was fucking shaking. He was shaking, guys. (sighs) You guys, he's shaking. 
it came so close. Anyway, what's the next question? What's the next one? It's Kellen bitch says, have y'all ever dated or did anything romantically? No, no. We're part of that 1% of (laughs) gay friends who haven't had sex or done anything with each other, which is like extremely rare to find in the gay community. Yeah. Brad's not my type (laughs) and he's short. Sorry. (laughs) That's what it really comes down to. I'm into stocky tops. (laughs) Wow. And I oop. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Am I not stocky? What the? Well, you mean tall. Like Jason Momoa. Uh, Aquaman? Oh, you don't know Aquaman? I don't watch comics. Oh, oh shit. Is that a comic? Yeah, that's a Marvel movie. Is that a Disney princess? Like, I literally don't oh, know. Oh, wait, is it Marvel? Oh, we're going to go down a whole Disney princess spiral right now. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I'm trying to think of, well, I was going to say also Joe Jonas, but Joe Jonas isn't like stocky. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Nick Jonas is. There you Not go. Not really my type. What? Joe Jonas is my type. Oh, that is true, actually. Yeah, you've always been a Joe boy. But he is very um, thin in real life. Yes, as we discovered. Yeah. Anyway. If only. <laughs> um, well, on that subject, right. Simon Anders uh-huh. would like to know if it's ever okay to have sex while listening to Britney. Um, that's a hard no. That's a hard no. And we actually talked about that in 2003, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Many people do, many fans do, and I find that sacrilegious and disrespectful. I can't do like a top 40 pop in general, though. Oh, it's you like, don't listen to Camila Cabello? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Senorita. <laughs> oh, that doesn't make you want to have sex? <laughs> the hot, steamy chemistry between those two lovers doesn't oh make God. you want to fornicate? <laughs> <laughs> do you like being called Senorita? <laughs> Tommy C. Ryan asks, what are your favorite covers of Britney by other artists, professional or amateur? Mm. Kelly Clarkson, Till the World Ends, Um, period. Period. Um. I really love the Glee cover of Toxic. (laughs) I love every singer-songwriter cover of Toxic. That just really does it for me. Um, I'm actually, I have to, let me think about this. I don't think I listen to any, but... It's not that I even dislike all of them. It's just why would I listen to that when the original is available, I suppose. If I ever win the lottery, I'm going to pay Kelly Clarkson to cover my entire library of music. I mean, that that seems like a safe investment of your money. Yeah. And I'm also going to hire Christina Aguilera to sing When You Look Me in the Eyes at My Wedding. That will probably never happen. Right. Well, never Never give up. Never say never. Never say never. You know what's kind of the closest for me is um, Tanache has a song called Can't Say No that samples Blur that I really like. So there you have it. Oh, uh, next up we have <laughs> questions. One for me, one for you. Oh, okay. So K Fitz Media wants to know, this question is for T. Kyle. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, sis. <laughs> Here's my question. Which Britney producer would you team up with to make your first single what would the song be called? What's the vibe? What's the song about? Wow. XOXO Joanne. There's so many questions. Well, thank you for thinking that I'm a singer. <laughs> um, what producer would I team up with to do? I feel like I would do whoever made Now That I Found You. <laughs> the Avicii ripoff. And it would just be called I'm From Jersey. <laughs> and the vibe would be EDM. Uh huh. Emo pop. Oh. And it would be about how I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I would like to hear it. 
<laughs> it would start out with the raw audio of Sammy Sweetheart versus Dina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she would be like, I'm here and I'm staying, whether you like it or not. And then we'd just be like, and the beat would drop. Oh, totally. And I'd just be like, mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever I can your hear fucking it. name is, Dina Diana, Dina Diana. I think this is a good idea. Yeah. You should flesh it out. Right, that's a good song title. I'm here and I'm staying. That really is. And then in parentheses, it says, whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's my single. I like it. This is actually a very good idea. Thank you. Oh, and then mine. Uh, this question's for Miss Miss Stern, and it's a tough one. You have the choice of either only being able to listen to one Britney song of your choosing as your only source of music for the rest of your life, or Joanne. <laughs> if you choose the Britney song, which would it be? Um, obviously, it would be a Britney song <laughs> over Joanne. And I guess I would pick... Born to make you happy because I keep mm. talking about it. Uh, Iconic just just brings me a lot of joy. What what a scenario to find yourself in, <laughs> Britney song or Joanne? It's truly a uh, horrifying. Well, one option's horrifying and the other is fine. <laughs> Ao, <laughs> uh. bewildered and bothered. Britney has plenty. <laughs> Britney has plenty of great music videos. Fact. But what do y'all think is her worst? Or the one music video you forgot existed. Well, I can't say I revisit Ooh La La that often. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that one, literally. And I mostly find Pretty Girls painful. You know, tonight I'm feeling like I agree with that. <laughs> it might be... You Actually, no. Pretty Girls, I think, is so funny. And yeah. has the breakdown where she's like, boom, boom, uh, uh. Girls, 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 which is kind of a serve. Right. Well, so, at the time, we were like, fire in the eyes, passion's back. It was. Yep. Yep. So I'm going to say ooh la la too. Okay, that's fair. Because in Britney Power Hour, uh, going back to that, yeah. you get the full experience. And my favorite part is when it goes into blackout. You mean her videos? Yeah. Oh, like it yeah. just It literally goes from someday, I will understand. <laughs> and I always do the part where like it fades at the end and it goes like... Duh. And, and then like, she's on a stripper Britney pole. Bitch. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be those probably. Next question is from Junior Six Ninety Eight. Since she's been acclaimed as the princess of pop, do you think Britney is the only, or do you feel like there can be multiple princesses? Love the podcast. Listen to it on my way to school. Hmm. I think princess is multiple. I think queen is Madonna s- singular, and that's Madonna. I think there are multiple princesses though. But I. <laughs> Or multiple legends. Multiple legends, for mm-hmm. sure. Maybe, uh, you know. Oh. Oh, my, oh, legends? Oh, just. Talk about. Keep listening, and, you know, we'll just go to the next question. Okay, but, okay. You know, that question might be revisited later. Okay. Mikey Burr says, Mikey Bear, my question is somewhat of a would you rather. Would you rather Britney spend the rest of her career only releasing albums and never performing live again? Or never release an album and only perform live. Uh, that's an easy one. The first one. The first one. I actually want her to do I that. I would love for her to never have to promote, never have to perform, and just put out amazing music all the time. Strictly focus on the music. Mm-hmm. She could maybe make music videos. Like do honestly, something. film it in the home gym or do a green screen. But I don't need. I don't need a live performance ever again. I don't. Yeah. No. If I would love down- for her to be like an introspective, like work on something in secret in private. And then just put it out. Yeah, if she wanted to do like a full visual experience, Mm -hmm. 
That would be amazing. Um, That's actually what I kind of hope she does. I kind of hope she does that. As like a big surprise. Yeah. Like self-titled Beyonce moment. Right. She just drops B. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not B in the mix. That's right. Just B. (laughs) Just B. Oh my God. Like, that's... That's an idea. That's a Tiesto song. Oh, well, that too. Just B. (laughs) For all you Jersey girls. Kevin Caldera says, where do you see yourselves in five years? Partying in France? Attending the final dates of Britney's stronger, remixed, reimagined, still iconic? Five years? I can't even think of where I'm going to be in five days. I see myself as being 36 Mm. and possibly being a teacher. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I know. Just. Yeah. I don't really. (laughs) I just, I just see like me at the gym and like. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe pick up a new hobby. I'm like veering toward a local life. I'm maybe I'll work at an ice cream shop and just, you know, settle by the sea and sell records and, and ice cream. Um, Garrett Clayman, favorite Britney gift. Gif, I think I said gift. I've made a lot. You have made a lot. Just anytime she does the open mouth, like surprise face is good. Um, the one with the lollipop. Yeah. When she's in the wrap dress yes. and she's like, just bopping, <laughs> bopping. her head. Yes. That one's pretty good too. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Oh, I like the one from uh, Brittany Jean era where the camera just zooms in on her face and she's just like... <laughs> She was doing that like competition. She's like unimpressed face. Yeah. That one's yeah, pretty good. That's a really good one. Know what ones I love. Anyone that has needs face. Yeah. Put over the top of that it. That actually is the ultimate. That's probably my favorite. Go to queenneed.tumblr.com. Or Nady as they were telling us. Oh, oops. Pronounced. Yeah, those are good. Dom CXRT says, this is a question for Bradley. Don't come for me, T. Kyle. I still stand you. Oh. oh. In the episodes, you reference a lot of the UK pop girlies, and I'm just curious to know who is your favorite UK pop girl and who is your favorite UK pop girl group. I'm so glad you asked, Dom. Uh, my favorite UK pop girls are Rachel Stevens, Alicia Dixon. Uh, let me backtrack and say my favorite girl group is Girls Aloud, also Sugar Babes, and All Saints and Spice Girls, Atomic Kitten. And the girls range from, I mean, Kylie Minogue's from Australia, so she kind of doesn't count, but it still kind of counts. And Danny, and I love all the girls in the girl groups, Matia, Siobhan, all their single solo careers, Emma Bunton's solo career, Victoria's solo career. I can really go off right now, but I will, I will pause right now. It's really Rachel Stevens. My favorite UK pop queen is Rebecca Moore, more milf. <laughs> That and Sophie Anderson. That is a fair, <laughs> fair assessment. Oh my god! Also, like Sophie Ellis Baxter. Um. Oh my god! There's too many. And of course, the Cock Destroyers. I should say. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just you know had to chime in with my lowbrow <laughs> opinion. Uh, no, Spice Girls are fucking iconic. Um. Not discrediting anyone else that you just said. I just you know. No, I it's know. Not my um. I know. I'm more of a. A local. Uh, you know listener i actually used to be so local i think we all did yeah that's where we come from. you have your um niche or not niche your um extra taste yes is uk pop girls mine is like jersey edm yeah those are like our two separate yeah outlets that's true i just like a lot of international i just really go off into the into J-pop, places K-pop, like Canada, Brazil, Canada. 
I am. Um, Avril Lavigne, Celine Dion. Oh my God. Oh, Chi-chi. someone asked about the Power Hour. Oh, Chi Chi well, Fries. Yeah, we. Oh, is it on? Is it available? It is not. But you know what? I have never thought about making it available because um, I don't want to get sued for copyright infringement mm-hmm. because I don't own a single one of those videos. Did you know that? Uh, copyright uh, held by Jive RCA. No, right. <laughs> no copyright infringement intended. But I wonder if there's a way I could put it out. It's almost like it could be a YouTube playlist, but it's just those interstitials that you need. I can find some kind yeah, of way. Yeah, you can like, I feel you can. Maybe I'll just make an illegal Google Doc. Or maybe that. Link, or like a Dropbox <laughs> link. And we can just send it to our super fans and say, don't show you anything. Don't share this. We're all going to have fun. Don't say anything. Don't tell your FBI agent. Oh my God, right. The FBI agent <laughs> sitting behind my computer. He's like watching. It's okay to be gay. It's okay. <laughs> Hello, feminine. <laughs> Okay, so next up, Claudio Fisher Lemos asks, how do you think Britney's legacy has impacted the current pop scene? Uh, I wish it would impact it a little harder. Jesus Christ. I mean, the song, um, I just want to go back to 1999. Charlie, XCX, and Troy paying tribute lyrically. Normani's music video yes. had like a little baby one more time some, moment. Some baby. I will say that I definitely feel like Britney's aesthetic, you know, the the whole look of the 90s slash 2000s has sort of come back in a big way. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there's a lot of Britney references fashion wise. I don't really think musically though. There isn't even a little trace of joy or bubblegumness to any music right now. And certainly not anything performance level since nobody's dancing besides Normani and Tinashe and Ciara. That's literally it. You know, there were several points made and they were <laughs> accurate. So if the pop girls would like to take a lesson in dancing, that would be okay. Yeah, and maybe start releasing some mini CDs. Maybe get on the CD-ROM journey. So that more people could hear your music. Yeah. Do a mall tour. Do a mall tour. You know what? Speaking of mall tours... Mm. Who was it that got dragged recently? Us. Not Dina Diane. Well, oh. yeah, us. Dinah? No, the other one. Allie? No. Lauren? Her. Okay. She did a mall tour recently, and I saw her getting dragged. Oh, did she? Maybe she performed in a mall once. Okay. Maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe you're watching James Charles open a Morphe store at the mall. You know what? I was. Yep. The other day. Same. Um, Shane Dawson's series with Jeffree Star. Ah, uh, that's why. So my point was <laughs> that... I was on Twitter and I saw a photo of Lauren performing in a mall and everyone was dragging her. And I was like, you know what? That's not fair because that's how you become a legend. That's right. You make those local connections and then it helps you in the long run. And I saw Normani getting dragged because she performed at a Walmart or like in front of a McDonald's or something. What was that? Right. It was was either a Walmart performance. And everyone was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. And I'm like, she's doing the grassroots campaign to becoming a legend. Exactly. That's what that's called. Yeah. Write perform it down. in front of a Walmart <laughs> and in front of a KB Toys at the mall. Honestly. And then in 10 years, you will still have a career. It's true, though. Yeah. We need more grassroots legends. Oh, so true. It's a concept. It is a concept. Um, okay. Moving on to the next one is uh, Jordan Alexander 92 asks, Bradley, I know you're an in-the-zone stan, so am I, but what is it specifically about the era that you connect with? Is it symbolism, spiritual need, the music, the tour, or a mixture of everything? It's the entire era because it happened at the exact same time of coming out and high school and feeling liberated with 
sexuality and she was going through it at the same time just in her way she was already shedding the good girl image and by in the zone it was like full emancipation Mm -hmm. she was really owning her sexuality and for a little gay boy that's like the ultimate i revered her for that and she was so like dominant and like powerful in her sexuality it was very uh in control so i really liked that about the era and obviously the tour and all that was just the cherry on top yeah and all the performances in new york i was like oh my my god God, i want to be up there i want to do that right that was and i did and you did except i haven't performed in times square yet not yet we can literally do it tonight though (laughs) (laughs) should i'm trying to think if there's any somebody asked what the concept of the circus video is oh no idea i've never seen it (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't be able to tell you couldn't tell you sorry Oh, I like this one from Twitter from C. Kimberlyn Jr. If you were interviewing Brittany, what would be your first question? I have thought about this before, and I think it's also funny because last week there was a whole thing that went viral with Meghan Markle for the same reason. I would say, how are you? Because Meghan was saying how nobody is really asking her if she's okay lately and she is struggling under the spotlight. And then the interviewer was like, is it safe to say that you don't feel okay right now and that you're struggling? And she just said yes. Mm-hmm. And it was really powerful, I think. Yeah, both of their interviews were really good. I yeah, like. they were. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I would just ask her how she is. I wouldn't launch into, obviously, I have a million questions about the music and stuff. But I feel like a very heartfelt how are you is in order for Britney. Oh, I like that. The first question. Obviously, I'd get into it then. Yeah, mine would be... Because we always joke about like how she's living her local life right now. Uh-huh. So for me, I think I would ask her, if you were not Britney Spears, what would be one job that you would want to work at? Like, what would you want to do? I feel like she would say dance teacher. But like removing all of that, like what's something you would want to try for yeah. a day? If you weren't Britney Spears, the superstar, what kind of job would you want to mm-hmm. do for a day? Yeah, I'm curious to see like what she would say. Yeah. Because I think, like, what would you pick? For her or for no, me? No, for you. For me, if I could do something completely different, I maybe I would be what I wanted to be when I was a kid, a marine biologist. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, that's so unexpected. Swim with sharks. Really? No, but I would oh. study them. Oh, so <laughs> I wouldn't sit... swim with them. But I, gotcha. would, I would learn about them. So, like, take all the data? Yeah, I don't think I'd be in the And the their mating patterns? D- yeah, definitely focus on the mating patterns. Yeah. Love the mating patterns. I speak whale. <laughs> What about you? What would you pick? I would want to be, and this would never happen because I'm too gay, which that sounds problematic, but like, <laughs> it's true. Um, I would want to be a like high risk secret agent. This I have heard from you. You Have you ever watched those CIA videos mm-hmm. where they put people undercover and they completely transform? Yeah. It sometimes makes me think that you actually do do that. Well, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. You don't know. Um, <laughs> who do you think saying Britney Jean? No. <laughs> No, but like, I've always wanted to be like a fly on the wall. So either be... Oh, like Miley? Yeah. Or like wear an invisibility cloak, which those aren't real. But like the concept of it... (laughs) Is like invisibility. Right. Like going in like full disguise mode. You want to be the FBI agent on the other side of the laptop camera. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I think after I had my identity stolen twice, I was like, if only I could get access and 
finagle my way to find out who this person was mm. and what they did with it and where they live so I could see them in court. That's what I would want to do. That is like, I would want to solve crimes and help people get justice by going undercover. I like that. I'm basically, um, what's her name from? Inspector um, Gadget. <laughs> yeah. I'm like literally so skinny. Doesn't he like yeah. stretch his like yes. legs out so far? Yeah. Kind of like Carmen Sandiego yeah. meets that girl from Nickelodeon who used to melt into the silver pool. Alex Mack. Yeah. Okay, I can really see that T- for you. I'm literally T. Kyle Mack. You're, oh my God, it's all happening. Oh my someday. God. I would just like melt into like rose gold and then like someone would put me in like a James Charles palette. Yeah. And then be like, this is really pigmented. <laughs> and then like surprise bitch. <laughs> surprise bitch, I'm patchy. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got Jacqueline Hill's hair in me. <laughs> That was, okay, that was such a weird visual of, like, events that we just described. It really was. Like, I'm just thinking about that. I was like... But I can see it. (laughs) It will be coming to theaters near you next year, 2020. (laughs) T. Kyle Mack. Do they even have Nickelodeon anymore? I think so. Is Rugrats still on the air? Probably. God, everyone says I fucking look like Chucky. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, finally, there's a bunch of questions here. Pedro T asks, are we getting 20 years of Duff? Mm. Mondreu 1998 asks, would you be interested in doing a podcast like this, but for Madonna, Extina, Janet? Mm. Christian Joseph asks, would you want to do more podcasts about your queens of pop and their careers, or is this the only one you'll ever do? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think we have an answer to that question. I think we might. Yeah. Why don't you let everyone know what that is? That oh. was podcasting for gay rights. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Actually, though. <laughs> yeah, so we have a little announcement of an announcement we for you. sure do. We... <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I want to do, I want to, like, be really dramatic. Be like, one year ago, on October 23rd, 2018, we launched the It's Britney Bitch podcast. Today, I just hear like dramatic music in the background, you know, like just insert that there. Yeah. If I can find copyright free dramatic music today, we announce that that's not. No, no, no. Yeah. I think I'm I'm on that journey. Keep going. Yeah. Today, we announce your new favorite pop culture weekly podcast. Circus clown music. Circus clown. (laughs) (laughs) Legends only. Boom. A podcast about legends only. only. And yes. <laughs> legends and yes. <laughs> Pop culture legends and yes. Coming soon. To Coming very soon. Near you. Com- yeah, well, yes. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Stitcher. Castbox. Um, what are all the other ones? They all called? sound fake. Zipdo, Z- Chir- <laughs> Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TikTok. Tick, definitely Vine. TikTok. I will TikTok it. Yeah, MySpace. It is actually going to be exclusive Friendster. on MySpace. Oh. <laughs> Napster. Kazaa. LinkedIn. Winamp. <laughs> what was the other one? Um, QuickTime Player. R. Oh. Um, Real Player. Similar. Real Player. <laughs> Do you remember having to load music videos and songs in fucking Real Player? Absolutely. And you'd have to like get techie and like encode it sometimes to make it work for like windows media player or real player or quick 
time player. Awful. The kids literally don't know the struggle. They really don't. <laughs> we didn't have the luxury. We did have enhanced CDs, though. We did. Mm-hmm. Something they'll never know about. I remember watching um, the video for Spice Girls, Goodbye, on that one. Oh, right. CD single yeah. or whatever that was. Anyway, this is a side topic. <laughs> um, those will be discussed in the Legends of the 90s. Sure. <laughs> legends, sure. Legends of Real Player. <laughs> legends of Real Player. We'll episode. make that an episode. We need to. No, but we are excited to announce exclusively here and an also announcement. on our t- Twitter. Yep. <laughs> that we are launching a new podcast. Yeah. And you can find that podcast. Right now. Right now. On social media. Well, on the podcast sites. Oh, and that. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can subscribe now. Yeah. You're welcome. Literally all the legends. We're going to get into everything. Past, present, and future. It'll be a weekly podcast every single Monday. And, wh- and can you tell tell everybody what a weekly podcast means? Oh, so every <laughs> single week we will be posting a podcast. We're going to start on Mondays. And, you know, we're going to see how it evolves over time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be going through all the things of the week, celebrating anniversaries, birthdays, mm-hmm. Mm, you know, 2020, you know what 2020 is? The 10-year um, anniversary of Bionic. Oh, well, that too. So we've got that to discuss. There's just a lot of things to discuss. And then we will be doing some deep dives into legends, albums, singles, queens of pop. It's just going to be everything. We're all going to have fun! I don't know who our first deep dive will be. Well, that's the other part of it, is I our deep dives will be heavily influenced by what you want to hear. So you can tell us who we should be talking about next. Right. So it's like, do you guys really want 20 years of Duff tweeted at us? That seems clear. I really do think it might be that. Yeah. I'm ready. You better be ready. I'm ready. Her debut album was a Christmas album. So Santa Claus Lane. Yeah. Iconic. Not everyone has that. That is true. Two greatest hits albums. Not everyone has those. I think more. I think there's like Italian versions and stuff. Oh, well, <laughs> call me out, fake fan. Yeah. There's so much to discuss. Definitely Lindsay, too, with the release of Xanax, which will never come out. Uh, right? Yeah. So we have a lot to discuss. We have a lot to discuss. And we are ready to talk and we're ready to hear some recommendations from you guys as mm-hmm. well. So you can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss when the first episode comes out. You can follow us on Spotify and you can now subscribe on YouTube if you would like to listen in video form. It won't be like a video of us yet. We're thinking about it. Maybe. It, right now it's just like a box with like little squigglies on it. But you mm-hmm. know, you can subscribe there and you can click the little bell so you can get notified when it publishes. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we have social accounts, social media accounts. Feel free to bully us there. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we are legends only underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're looking forward to seeing your mentions and your clown emojis and your clown emojis. The uh, logo's cute. <laughs> the logo's cute. Designed by T Kyle. Thank you. It took me three months. Hope you like it. Um, and then w- you'll see that in various forms, maybe even on merch. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some like physical things. Of, oh, what's this? I have over here. Can you guess what this is? I have to give these some to these to you actually. Yeah. Um they're so fucking cute. I've been I've been slapping them randomly in places around the city. Um <laughs> <laughs> just like, ooh, sticker. <laughs> anyway. Um uh, 
Oh, did I just say what it was? <laughs> you definitely <laughs> did. Oh, fuck. Oh, oops. Oops. <laughs> announcement of announcement. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun shit planned, and I'm really excited about it. And so we've got the holidays coming up. We've got Thanksgiving, Legend of Thanksgiving, Nicole Westbrook. You know, we got a deep dive into her. <laughs> Christmas. The, well, and all the holiday moments. All of, yeah, all the all the holiday moments. Oh, We're going to have so a many things to discuss. Hanukkah spectacular. I want to do a deep dive on Kelly Osbourne's album. Yep. Oh my God, there's so much. Surprise us with a subscribe. Yes, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss our debut episode. And it's going to sound even more dramatic with all the sound effects Kyle puts in right here. Like what? Like a, like a, randomly throw in like random words of people saying things. Okay. Um, (laughs) I think you absolutely should. Ready, set, go. The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus and I'm here. And I'm staying, whether you like it or not. We're all gonna have fun! Suck my ass, because you're no good and better than everybody else. Hello? Bitch, I swear to God. Oh, my name is Diana, Dina, whatever the fuck your name is. Step your pussy up, honey. And that's just gonna be like, Dina, Diana. (laughs) (laughs) That could be a really good episode where we do legends of internet references. Mm. like a deep dive into like we come in with all of our favorite yes things that we quote all the time and we explain where they came from that's a good one and why you need to know them right right yes that's good that's a good one because half of these people have no idea what we're talking about i mean i don't know anything i'm talking about i certainly don't (laughs) (laughs) if y'all could see my brain sometimes (laughs) it's like the things i see just (laughs) I see the world in vine colored glasses is like, I, I say it. <laughs> That's actually really true. Like rose colored glasses by Kelly Rowland, but vine colored glasses. And my eyes are slowly becoming TikTok-y. And now oh. I can only see like e-boys. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning e-boys and e-girls. I was in Central Park the other day on my walks, which I've been doing because I'm skinny. Right. And there was a, an entire school of white girls behind me. And I turned around and like in my brain, all I heard was... And I open, 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 open. Visco girls, and e I was boys. Like, oh my god, I'm surrounded by Visco girls. Get away from me! I'm learning a whole lot. Wow. Save the turtles. So that's a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> Save the turtles. <laughs> and thank you so much for your continued support through the entire year that we've been on the air. It's not live, but yeah. if we were, it would be a year's worth of airtime. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not a goodbye here. No, we're expanding, not ending. And we don't know what Britney's going to do next. Yeah, that too. So that will also influence what happens. But yeah. the 20 years are here. We did it. We did it. We've still got a 2019 episode we will almost probably do. Don't hold it against us. Don't hold it against us. But uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who have been begging for us to talk about Unreleased, we will be doing that on the Legends Only podcast right. very soon. So much new content. I mean, Brittany is the ultimate legend, so she gets her own podcast and right. that stays there. Right. So, yeah. Cool. And I'm just so excited for you guys to see the logo, which you guys are probably seeing right now, because you're probably looking it up, hopefully. Oh, my God. Let me know what you think. <laughs> I've been holding on to it for so long. I'm so nervous. You don't need to be nervous. No, it's fucking cute. Right? Yeah. We like it, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> like panicking the next few days. I'm like, oh, my God, it's ugly. <laughs> Scrap everything. It's going to be so bad. Okay. 
describe it just like the make me video too soon <laughs> there comes the mentions all right we will see you on monday bye <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.